five. On the inside, Perez just in front. Endless drama. Super Cash going to third. Champagne Cuddles looking for the way clear. Centre and Elaine is over on the inside and crack me up down the outside. Perez, Endless Drama. Champagne Cuddles. The inside, Santa and Elaine coming through. Santa and Elaine hit the front from Perez. Champagne Cuddles. Super Cash crack me up. Santa and Elaine for the Stradbroke. Santa and Elaine by two lengths. Super Cash second. Photo third. Champagne Cuddles prominent. Perez and crack me up up there. Followed by Shillelagh. Impending. Santa and Elaine winning the 2017 uh, Stradbroke yeah, Handicap. As I turn that off, go away. It is Pro Group Racing. Show us your tips. Here to preview said Stradbroke Handicap at Eagle Farm as well as a look at Randwick. Uh, joined by the Beaver as always. What's going on, Beaver? Uh, normal stuff, mate. A bit warmer today, not as chilly, so pleased about that. Yeah. It's, um, the, the rain's gone. I can more comfortable um, to the form. The rain's gone, yes. Yeah, I'm no good in the cold. So I'm um, glad the sun's out, which it should be all weekend. Uh, the sun is out at Stradbroke. Actually, midweek wasn't too bad either, was it? It was um, a pretty good result, good actually. Mi- good week, uh, midweeker. Good. Yeah, we had another good result. Um, plenty of winners there. Yeah, so that uh, in a couple of close seconds. So uh, pretty close to a big day, but uh, it was a, a nice little tick over to get us ready for a couple of group ones tomorrow at Eagle Farm. Uh, at Eagle Farm, we talked about it a bit last week. <laughs> Any confidence in the track yet or...? Doesn't seem to be doing not, too many tricks. Not a great deal of confidence in the track, no. Um, it's hard to get a bit of a line on. I think um, probably favoured uh, those finishing on a little bit. I think so. Uh, and tomorrow, where's the rail tomorrow? I had this written down. Uh, it should be similar tomorrow, similar setup tomorrow. Uh, it's supposed to be quite far, so there was concern it's going to get uh, into four metre marks. So we're hoping by the end of the day you can run on, but uh, just keep an eye out for if it is quite quick there can be hard to, to make a lot of ground. Um, up and off is probably the, the place to be. Um, a weird little card, uh, converging form lines yeah. as, as we get. There's form from up north and down south and everywhere, so we'll get through them. A few of our old uh, combatants in action, but we'll kick off with the uh, two-year-olds over the 1,200 metres, the Oxlade Stakes. Um, you can lead us away here, Beaver. Yeah, you're right. I think with the card itself, um, it's a little bit tricky in places trying to line form up from some sort of out of metro tracks where horses have won really well to city form in Brisbane to some of those coming from Sydney and even Melbourne. So it's made a little bit tricky. And um, but let's see how we go. Um, the scratching in the first of in the Congo um, to stay in Sydney um, has changed the complexion a little bit of this race. I think. Mm. Um, look, the, the favourite. Matawi uh, was very good um, in its first race start, was well-backed and absolutely killed him, but it was at Ipswich. Again, um, hard to line that form up. I've gone with it um, just slightly ahead of Uncommon James. I thought Uncommon James was very, very good at the Sunshine Coast. Um, it did have the perfect run, but when it got clear, it hit the line really well and seemed to have plenty in hand. It is stepping up from maiden class to this, but a, um, a few of these horses are sort of going through the same um, step up in grades. So uh, for that reason, um, I'm not so sure about Socialist. Um, it ran well. Last run, it was a bit disappointing. Yeah, it's now. Or maybe it's now just fifth had up. enough, this campaign. Yeah, now fifth up, a two-year-old. It's not always the recipe, is it? No, that's so that's why I put a line through it. Um, so, yeah, they're the two that I'll be looking to play. Uh, yeah, I like uh, I liked Mal- Maltai's debut as well. Uh, pretty impressive. The time was was okay as well. 
Uh, so it was on top from me. I think Connexi's going better than its form read. I think they've been two okay runs so far, uh, so might be might be the danger. Uh, J-Mac uh, goes on there for Louise Day, so big jockey change. But, um, yeah, I thought the, the favourite was pretty impressive. Uh, I know, as you said, up at Ippy, but uh, happy to stick there. Race two over the mile. The Wayne Wilson, uh, how's this for a race? Um, end of the day, this Delphi doesn't have to be an absolute superstar, which it might be very good to, to beat these. Like, this is a lot of horses that don't like winning. And um, Delphi's last start beat... Or at the better end of their career. Yeah. It was, um, this Delphi, it's been, I think came out in Australia last... Came out for the the spring and never ran. But um, it's had a tr- tick over trial to get going up there. Uh, last time out in at the car, I know it was over further, but that beat um, Master of Reality, who started, I think, what, in the teens in the Melbourne Cup. Uh, that's all that's right. better form than a lot of these internationals that come out here. Uh, I imagine they tend to get trained a bit different, so they're usually fresher and ready to go over the mile once they trotted out here. And I imagine they'd want to make an impression wherever he's heading next. So uh, I've got it on top just by default almost. Uh, and I think Rainier is the uh, the least non-winning of what's left. So they're the two for me. What about yourself? Yeah, I like what you say there. Delphi doesn't have to be a superstar to win this. And um, certainly you would think it'd be ready fresh. I'm just wondering whether they're just trying to give it one run or two um, now and then bring it back in the spring. But we'll get a guide on how good it is and whether it is up to that. Friedman's got a knack with these ones, so certainly hardest to beat. And I liked the return of Profit. So I yeah. tipped Profit uh, first up, and it ran very well, and uh, is a, probably the horse in this group that is on the way up with the scope for improvement. Others are just uh, doing their thing in the latter years of their careers. So for me, Delphi on the spec of it being a decent horse and Profit as the fresh um, horse on the way up. Yeah, at least Profit's a winner. And um, and yeah. it's been pretty good. So, and I like the return too there. Uh, race three over the mile is the for the three-year-olds, Group 3, the Gunsing Classic. What are you doing with the favourite? What are you doing with Ayrton? Look, yeah, it's a bit tricky. Um, the only thing, the, the main thing in Ayrton's favour here is it's, it's a fairly ordinary affair, this race. Um, it's almost midweek quality uh, race. And... It, it did chase a decent horse in Apache Chase last start. Uh, it, it was the one thing that did concern me was going the other way. And the trainer has said that wasn't quite sure it got on the right foot and just didn't chase as hard and let down as hard. Um, and but just, so that was an anomaly. Yeah, that position he got, uh, he got into was um, he had to sort of drag a long way chase. out. He had to chase a long way yes. out. So. Um, I don't know if he was necessarily either used to that or you'd think snuggled up a bit, gate one will be hopefully more explosive. Yes, I think so. So I'm willing to forgive. It was a second, so and it wasn't far off him, so it's not, you know, that second would probably still win this race fairly comfortably, I would have thought. Um, Ellsberg, I just don't know. Uh, first up was just had everything go its way and everything to suit. Um, the last two runs haven't been... Um, that's flattering, I don't think so. And again, the rest of the field's uh, pretty pretty average. So probably dollar eighty Ayrton is probably um, really good value at the moment if you if you think about what price it started last start and the quality of field it's against now. I, I actually don't know why it's dollar eighty. 
yeah, I think it's probably dollar eighty and close to a hundred percent market. Really, if you're going to be fed income, because I don't know where the percentage yeah. goes. Uh, Ellsberg, uh, Ellsberg will make it chase. Uh, it'll be a similar race to last time. It'll have to chase, but Gate One will be closer. Shall I start some uh, controversy and suggest that J Max a positive jockey change for Jamie Carr? Or is that going to get us sacked? Um. Maybe, maybe. Interesting, interesting thought. Um, <laughs> Leave in the comments below. There, good. Yeah, I know, I know. Yes. Um, so, but uh, may, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe I'll just suit that horse better. Who knows? Yeah, that's it. Uh, race four is the thirty-two hundred meter Brisbane Cup. Um, they've been pushing this for a Group One for a while. This is not a Group One field, uh, nor should it be. I suppose if you're um this is a, this is a midweek stayers affair. It is, uh, I suppose if you're fair income and, and I made this mistake last week with Dewis, uh, uh, you've got to lean towards the A grade, which is Rondinella ran in the Sydney Cup ran second, uh, set up for this. I know it's been up a while, but I'm not going to think too much about this. I'll back Rondinella. Glenn Boss knows how to win thirty two hundred meter races, obviously, and uh, I will just say I think Rondinella wins, and that's the last of my comments. Uh, what about yourself? Yeah, look, I, I, I can't take Rondinella. Um, it's promised too much without delivering for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always excuses, and um, I'm not looking for horses with excuses anymore. I'm going to go with the winning form, Knight's Order. Uh, I thought Knight's Order was, uh, I think this is what it's been set for. Um, it's moved into its work lovely. Its win last start was fantastic. Um, I think it was hard held on the line. Uh, Could have won by more. Uh doesn't appear to me that the step up in distance will uh, affect it. Actually, probably be uh, to its value. Gets a weight pull off from Vanilla. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, Knight's Order uh, a very nice bet. Yeah, could and does get complete control of this race. It's, nothing else is going to go forward here. It could be two legs in front of him the whole way around, and that might be how it finishes. Uh, race number five, the twenty two hundred. QQ, a Q22, a weight for age group two worth $1.2 million. Uh, so I guess that means there's another, what, 37K going into J Max kick tomorrow afternoon? He's doing it tough. Looks like uh, it, doesn't it? Yeah. So who's going to beat it? Number one, Zaki, I guess we're talking about. It ran, the, what it did in the Doom Cup was, well, please, very pleasing to the eye, obviously. But all the uh, times and uh, weights experts tell us it, you know, would have matched Winks at its best. So. Got to take that as face value. Yeah, I don't understand why it's not. I don't understand why it's not wings odds. To be to be honest, in this field, um, yeah. Annabella Nisham is placing this horse beautiful because this is you know uh, three quarters of a million in the in the kitty money for Jam. Um, you would think doesn't look to be too many too many challenges. To be brutally honest, warning got back to winning form last start. Yeah. Um, so that would be my. Uh, my second choice. If you took it out, it's actually an interesting race, but uh, I, I think it's only $1.50 because people want to see it again. You know, at least with your winks of the world, you got to see it enough to know that was a consistent rating, I think. Uh, and then she's made some noise about, Annabelle Nisham has made some noise about um, worried about the dry track and that sort of thing. So a couple of little question marks, but, I, you know, it's only got to turn up and repeat what it's done and it will win by a space. Uh, let's move on to race, the first leg of the quaddy, race number six, over 1,200 metres. <laughs> and, uh, well, here they all are. Um, 
Garibaldi's been good. I think um, the bet here might be away game. You're getting uh, about seven dollars fifty. A lot of these have a um, a lot of these have plenty of convictions. This has been racing against. I know it's A grade Philly stuff, but it's still Sydney Carnival stuff. Um, I didn't have a win last prep, but still was quite honest. And this is. I'm just looking for fresh blood in a, a beat-up field here. And uh, I think around $7.50, Karen going on is a good bet. Uh, what do you say about the race? Uh, I think Garibaldi looks to nearly be the best bet of the day, okay. to be brutally honest. Um, I think coming back to the 1,200 um, certainly suits. Gate one, I think it's just going to sit behind the lead here. Probably GT takes... GTT takes up the lead, I'm thinking. Um, and I think Garibaldi's just going to sit on its back and present at the right time. Um, again, 54 kilos, nice lightweight. It's running run the um, like it's running the sprint, the BRC sprint last start was pretty good. Mm. Uh, it was only a couple of lengths off them, and it was a it was a pretty good field and um, wasn't drawn the best. And prior to that, uh, was pretty close defender who was going well, and look, I think Garibaldi is a pretty decent horse. And so, again, um, I think if you can get the three dollars, Garibaldi's a, a good bet. Away game resuming. Um, again, hard to line up its form. It wasn't the best, uh, although it ran places. Not quite sure how to line up its form from the last preparation and how it's come back. And then maybe your old friend has a knockout chance superior if they're flying home. I don't want to talk about him. Is he, he's running here, isn't he? He's not in Sydney. <laughs> um, yeah. He, um, like well, and the thing is, I when, when we get to it, uh, I'm going to make a case for Tefani and a Stradbroke, and this horse finished alongside it. So I suppose you're yeah. right. Don't need to think too much more. Yeah. I think sometimes it's tricky with races like this because you you kind of look at it and go, I don't want to I don't want to pick the favourite. I don't want to back the favourite. People don't want to back the favourite. But when you come back, when you just keep coming back to it, um, you know, prior to fourth in a pretty good race last start and second in the race before that, they couldn't beat this horse. Yep. Um, you know, and a lot of the other horses down in the markets are just not winning, not winners. Yeah. Um, and the second favourite is second favourite, $5, on the basis of winning, leading leading up a pretty 1,000 metre, uh, not a 1,100 metre at um, Durban in a class six. Um, these are a little bit better than class six. So, yeah, um, and a away game, we're just not sure. Yeah, no, yeah, fair enough. I think you've made it, you've uh, given a good bit of clarity there, actually. Uh, race number seven is the first group one of the day, the JJ Atkins plate. Over the mile, uh, we've got all the two-year-olds coming through the 1,400-metre lead-up where the favourites all started at the other end of the market last time. Um, how do you divvy them all up? Well, uh, I don't know. It's really hard in this. Um, there's lots of chances. And any of the top seven or eight can win this race. Yeah. Uh, we, we've seen that they've all got form through each other. Uh, last start, Converge, but... Port Louis, Tiger of Malay, Overpass. I think they finished one, two, three, four last start. Um, and then you've got a couple of horses that have shown decent form down in Sydney in Overman. Kate Breton fought on well last start. Interestingly, they've taken that up north um, over the mile. And even Volcanic Rock, I thought, was really good mm. uh, last start. So, again, really hard. 
I'm going to go for Port Louis. I'm just going to hope there's a bit of pace on here and it can uh, finish over the top of them. We know it'll get back, so it'll probably need to be able to finish on. So I'm just going to go Port Louis in a really tough race, probably spec volcanic rocket odds. And, yeah, um, you can't even, even any, anything in the market. I wouldn't want to turn anyone off anything that they like in this race. No, well, obviously I was quite keen on both the, the top two in well, Malay and Converge last time, but that was at, you know, big double figures. And now it's hard. They've got that sort of big SP against half this field that it's hard to justify then backing them at three bucks. Um, Converge was the eye catcher, obviously, but I don't know that that's necessarily the right recipe for Eagle Farm tomorrow. So I think Volcanic Rock, like you've said, might be uh, the up-and-comer that's going to get uh, control of this and be hard to beat. Opie Bossum just appeared out of nowhere on this form form card when I was going through it. Yes. I don't know what he's doing here. Um, yep. But... Uh, I can give a chance to him. The top one and two, obviously, winning chances. Overman, I think, still on the improve. Uh, you could, and um, Port Louis, you know, ran close enough behind Captivant in the uh, in the size, uh, which is tied to uh, Converge. So I couldn't really stamp any. I think Subterranean is a forgive from last time. It was 20s there, it'd be 20s again, and I'll throw it in the quarter. But uh, when I've talked this much without uh, giving any of importance, I would say it's a very hard race and... Uh, for the sake of a tip, number one on top from six and nine. Don't back my tips in this. <laughs> Race eight is the Stradbroke, though. Does it get any easier? The group one over 1,400 metres. Uh, well, this is a good race. I, uh, I enjoyed this race, but my first starting point is I didn't want to be Vega one. I know it was pretty impressive last time, but you know, Jamie Carr now to Rachel King. She's going to be cluttered up. Uh, she's a very competent jockey, but she's not Jamie Carr. I can confirm that is not a positive jockey change. Um, so the ones I wanted to look towards were, uh, while Tommy Berry and Wild Planet will get the sweeping run, the sort of down outside run if you can run on, and same as Stefani. I'm just looking for these big handicaps. We've seen it plenty of times where outside gates uh, can just swoop down the outside with clear air and, and be in the finish. Stefani was great first up. Uh, we'll write Craig Williams on and, yeah, Wild Planet. The, the I didn't mean to do this, but the two Rupert Lee horses. Um, you'd need a bit of a magic ride from J-Mac, but Mr. Quickie's not without a hope here. It's not a – the weight scale is very compressed, so uh, wouldn't surprise us he'd get a late split and burst through. So, um, yeah, Wild Planet, Tefane, Mr. Quickie are the way I'll sort of structure this race for me. Uh, and just looking now, I am Superman. You'll get thirties on a day and can win a race like this. What about you? Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of horses that can win a race like this. I think the good thing that you find here is there's going to be enough speed on with Savatoxel and Apache Chase. I think they're, they'll both go forward, uh, probably lead, um, and therefore you're going to get a, a truly run race. I would have thought, uh, which will allow a lot of horses to posse up and uh, get their chances. Um, I like your thoughts around um, these types of handicap races, them swooping down the middle. And we saw that again with Vega 1 last start. That's what you're right with, Mr. Quickie. That was my little concern that it might just get stuck on the fence. But again, J-Mac on board and, and a very good horse and has a way of popping up in these races. Um, so 1,400, probably as short as it's going to work. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, a, in a race like this. I came back to the Haveria. Um, at eight dollars, I thought it's uh, it catapults in here at a nice, really nice weight. Uh, 
had uh, a lot of wins before then went down to Melbourne. And I don't think the Bavarian was overly disgraced down in Melbourne, to be brutally honest, um, in some pretty good uh, races down there. I mean, he ran uh, four lengths behind Mugatu and Russian Camelot in that event that was um, very, very soft at Mooney Valley uh, before it was put out for a couple of months and came back and uh, was pretty good against Eduardo last start in and Wild Planet. So we know that horse never runs a bad race. I would expect it to uh, run another good race here. A little bit of cover um, coming down the middle and might be just in front of some of those horses that you mentioned, like Wild Planet and Tafane, and they'll have to go past it and hoping it can just hold on. Uh, So the Hibarian for me um, in a tough race. We wrap up the day with the 1,300-metre Dane Ripper Stakes uh, for the girls. Uh, in, well, here's a way to wrap up the day. I um, I, I like Sweet Deal's uh, return I like uh, a few weeks back. I think it'll run well again here. Nash sticks and will be hard to beat. Uh, I know it's what's that, $5 in this field. Um, from Brooklyn Hustle, who's been one of mine, and... Um, Sort of suits this explosive out of thirty hundred. It's going to be interesting, but uh, again, looking for clear air late in the day. Uh, interesting one. Odium Gate sixteen. J Mac going on Beaver. What do you make of that? Yeah, uh, I I didn't find Odium uh, drawn too wide for me, and just yeah. probably hasn't shown enough yet. This prep, I just think there's a few other better chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, double figure odds is is you know. Uh, gives it a chance. Yeah. What do you find? I've gone for Brooklyn Hustle. Yeah. I've gone for Brooklyn Hustle. Really liked its uh, win last start. Uh, hit the line really hit well. Slightly missed the kick. Got back. Problem for Brooklyn Hustle is, or maybe it's not a problem here, but we'll get back in the field, right back in the field, probably almost back to last. Yeah. Um, and we'll have to sweep around them. So as long as there's a little bit of pace on in the race. And I thought Exhilarates was very good. Uh, winning last start again, it'll it'll be finishing hard. So pace on in the race there. Third gets third up tomorrow, so it'll have a nice fitness edge, uh, and therefore uh, presents as a really uh, good oppor- good race and good chance in this at around the eleven twelve dollar mark. Very good uh, for progretracing.com.au, Do you want to sum up your best and value of the day? Yeah, my best bet comes up in uh, race. Six, number nine, Garibaldi. I think it'll be very hard to beat. And my value bet's going to come up in the straight broke in race eight, number 12, the Haverian. Nice. You are you are across the Queensland form, so we'll make sure he goes in the quality. I'll make my value in the same race to Fane. She's about to go out. I hope she can get out a winner. But I like the bracket of the two of the, the Lee horses there. Uh, I'll make my best road at Rondonella. Um, try not to overthink that. Hopefully it can get past Knight's order up on the pace there. Uh, should we do a quaddy? You can lead us away at the Eagle Farm, yeah. Cordy. Yeah, I'll lead us away. Uh, the first leg, we're going to go number four, six, and nine. Yep. So try and play a little skinny early, and ho- hopefully we get through there because we'll need a few in some of the other legs. We'll go numbers in the second leg. We'll go one, two, three, five, six. Nine. And nine. Perfect. Yep. In the eighth, 
race, third leg, we're going to go one, three, seven, nine, twelve. We're leaving, leaving the favourite out. I like it. We're going to leave the favourite out, and we're going to. What about um, value there? What about em- the, the the two Queensland horses, Emerald Kingdom and Apache Chase? We didn't talk about them, but any chance in a quarter? Yeah, I just, I just, no, nah, I don't think Apache Chase can lead all the way, even though it's forty nine yeah. and a half. I just think there'll be too much pressure. I've had three looks at Sosie Bon again, sitting here with Blake McDougal. No, I'll tell my counsellor about that. That's fine. Uh, race number. Yep. So we've covered them for the. That's everyone. Yep. And how are we coming home? Yep, and in the last leg, we're going to come home with number one, three, five, six, nine, and ten. Perfect. Very good. Uh, that For progretracing.com.au, that sums up our thoughts at Eagle Farm, and we're going to head to Ramwick now to look at a, a heavy Ramwick track. Um, just while I'm waiting for that to load, you've got to wish... Best wishes to um, our man Trent, who's coming to show a few times. He's off to Tamworth to kick off a new career as a bookie up there. So good luck with him. I uh, wish him all the best with the move and uh, hope it all goes well. Hopefully he'll still be involved with the show in in some form when we need him over carnivals. Yeah, we'll um, have to get him on. And, um, yeah, as you said, good luck to Trent, who starts his um, new career as a as a bookmaker for an online and on-course uh uh, bookmaker, so well done for him. well done to him. It's very exciting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we head to uh, Ramwick. As I've said, it's been plenty of rain around, so it's a heavy eight tomorrow. Forecast is supposed to be good, so I'm saying it probably gets to the the bottom of the seven range. Um, typical wet Ramwick. You probably want to be um, running on by the end of the day. Uh, we kick off with the two year olds over twelve hundred meters. Nice and early in the day. Uh, two chances here, or oh, three chances here. It's a tough field, actually. These two-year-olds, um, I really like what Park Avenue's been doing, uh, and I like the setup at the track and distance. Uh, but I also like Vern's win at Work Farm, so I can't really split them. Uh, Brody Lowe going on for Tommy's probably not a great jockey change, but um, I think it's a talented horse. Uh, I think probably the go-to jockey for the day is Avdala, isn't he? He'd be the uh, highest-ranked jockey, you'd suggest. So it might be the jockey to look out for. He's on in the Congo. How are you playing at the first... Yeah, look, I th- you found Vern um, last start and it was a lovely win. Um, really showed a really nice turn of foot and I was very, very impressed by that. Uh, Annabelle Nisham uh, trained. Uh, she's going very well as a trainer, uh, climbing up the ranks. I think Vern can be hard to beat from the draw. I think it'll just sit off the pace again and uh, be super hard to beat. So, Vern for me. Uh, nothing in the highway? Uh, nothing in the highway, mate. I am um, staying away from a Masara favourite in the highway. <laughs> uh, one day I won't. I won't. Very good, see? Yeah, you're learning. One day I won't back Sosie Bon and we'll both be cured, but it's good. Uh, yes. <laughs> race number three over the 1,000 metres. Uh, who are you backing here? Yeah, look, I'm going to go for ice in Vancouver. Uh, very impressive, very impressive first up. Um, was scratched last week. Um, in a midweek affair, uh, save for this, gets a two kilo claim. These are, again, most of these are midweek horses that keep promising to win a race and don't. The likes of Hulk and uh, Malkovich will probably go forward. Uh, look, I like ice in Vancouver and I'm 
expecting some improvement from number six to grow and um, it had some pretty good mm. form before disappointing first up, but uh, put a line through that and hopefully it can improve. Uh, yeah, and I just couldn't bring my, I just got in my head that Icy Vancouver is a highway horse and I couldn't get overly excited about it. Uh, as usual, I thought the six bucks or each way around Hulk was the, um, was a decent play here. It's only got a reel into me, Malkovich, uh, uh, Ice and Vancouver might put a bit of pressure on Malkovic here actually uh, didn't overly like the race um, could entertain maybe something Bellagio miss and maybe something forgiving uh, DeGrawan but um, yeah Hulk on top for me not that keen uh, race number four is a 1200 metre 78 uh, we saw the impressive Gravina two weeks back um, I suppose you've got to take that as face value and it'll be very hard to beat here um not much to add. You? Yeah, I think I think that's right. It was well found last start, won well, um, you know, brained them. You always get a little bit worried that that may have been a, a one-off. Yeah. Um, but you, you kind of get to a field like this and go, even money the favourite, you start to look around and go, hmm, what else can I, what else do I like in this race and what can I find? You've got Belushi... Um, Bayed at 550, and then everything else is 10 plus. Um, so they're not without a chance, but if Gravina's anywhere near, it doesn't even have to run as well as last start to beat this lot. So, yeah, Gravina for me looks a very nice bet. Yeah, like you say, you, once you start looking for, like I, you start, once you start gravitating towards like you look, Ulysses at 20s, they're the, like I would want to rather back that than anything else in between. So I think you're overthinking yes. it and just stick. Um, yeah, I think Shake's probably over the odds and Ulysses, but uh, I think the favourite's hard to beat. Uh, yeah, 100%. Over the mile of Benchmark 78 is race number five. And uh, I don't like this race at all, do you? This is no, I don't like this race at all. Um, Again, it's sort of got five in the market under 20s. Um, and it's really hard to get a line on a... On a yeah, Zing is the Saturday horse, but it just doesn't win. Um, oh, yeah, what else can I say? You know, it's favourite. I can't add much more. Um, I will not make any jokes about number three because I'll get us fired. And I will uh, probably move on from this race. Do you have anything to add? Um, no, I don't have anything to add here. I'd just be uh, probably watching on this race. Race, we get a proper mile race, race number six to kick off the quaddy. Um, I thought the favourite was pretty good last time, Kerwin's Lane. Uh, I don't know if it was a strong, a real strong race, but it stuck to the task well and, as I said, has the go-to jockey on the day here. Uh, a little bit of pace here with Gone By and Tory Joy probably rolling forward and I think it can repeat this and, um, yeah. Uh, probably an easy bet to have you for me, Kerwin's Lane. Uh, the rest of these are all in the don't win category for me. Uh, you know, Royal Celebration, Dealmaker. Dealmaker was okay last time, but Royal Celebration, um, Sambro, they've all shown themselves up enough, so I'm just going to go with uh, the lightlier raced Kerwin's Lane. Have it yourself. Yeah, look, Tory Joe probably leads them up here and might, mm. be, might be worth a little bit of a spec around the yeah. $15 mark. I've gone for order again. Thought it was really good first up. Uh, again, I think this is probably the best horse in the race. Um, it was on top of the ground, but has some decent form on heavy tracks. It's one, three, four, it's, six on heavy it's tracks. It's a wet tracker. 
So that's, um, that certainly doesn't count against it. Uh, yeah, it was really good. It was less than a length off Lure Me In in its return in Scone, hit the line really well. Uh, had a bit of time off, nearly a month uh, between runs here. So uh, not sure why that is. Uh, but, you know, Waller, Waller knows what he's doing. Yeah. So I think Order again here can um, bob up and be hard to beat here around the $6 mark. Yeah, Order Again's best win was that wet track win at Kenzo where it just brained him, charmed and brained him uh, on the heavy um, fresh last time. So I think they're thinking it's probably fresh fresh and wet. So, yeah, nice setup there, I suppose. Uh, race number seven over the 1,100 metres. What am I doing here? <sighs> yeah, um, I don't like this race. He's a bit of it, do you? I thought Ballistic Lover was good last time. I, th- I think it's easy bet to yeah. have up on pace. Um, I should say, but yeah, cluttered market. Yeah, what have you done? Yeah, look, I think that's right. I think Ballistic Lover was very good last start and will probably um, go forward. It was, it's drawn wide, but it'll come in a bit with some of the scratchings here. Uh, it does have some form on the soft going and it did kick uh, really well. I'm willing to forgive Fatus, uh first up. Uh, it sat three wide without cover. Uh, and uh, really wasn't given much of a chance, I don't think. It was taken back to trial and trialled nicely, uh, winning that trial on soft going. Um, so if it gets a bit of better luck in running, I think Fatus is probably the best classiest horse in this race. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll probably just probably have Fatus on top in front of Ballistic Lover. Uh, might just run past it at the end, but uh, not much between them. Race number eight is the a thirteen hundred meter benchmark ninety four. Uh, when I did this race, my thought mainly was: isn't Tricky Girl the best horse here by a long way? Like it uh, around a six dollar market, it's been running in the best stuff. Had no luck um, last time on the leaders. That was absolute leaders track where Fisica won. But before that, um, you know, not far off seasons and then ran in the group ones. Freshened up for this. Uh, Keegan Latham's fine and. Uh, wet's a tick as well, so I thought around $6, tricky girl on top. Um, Enchanted Heart, obviously, has been going quite well. Uh, now sort of pushing away, it's Louise Day. Uh, and the thought around James Circles, I've just got a feeling it's a dry tracker, so that's why I was against that. Uh, what do you do with this race? Yeah, tough little affair. Uh, tricky girl is the best horse in the race, that's why it's the top weight, but it is carrying 60 kilos. Mm. Uh, or 60 and a half, so a weight can stop trains, uh, and it is renowned for running seconds, so that's a little bit of concern for me. Big weight, wide draw, um, Keegan Latham on board. It just seems to find trouble, this horse. Yeah. Uh, I, I then went looking through the field to find something, and I came back to Dream Circle purely because wintertime winning form is good form. I like what and I said when, about the dry. It's uh, never won on the dry, so I'm glad I said that out loud. Sorry, carry on. Yes. And so I, I think, again, 54 kilos, drawn, drawn the inside, so it should get a good good track into the race here. And, yeah, I, I just find that the, the winning form is, is hard to beat when horses in the winter get into this uh, vein of form. They're sometimes really hard to beat. So around $5, I think it can be certainly uh, figure in the finish. Yeah, uh, also watch out for these, um, like your Grand Piano, the other Waratah Thoroughbred colours. Now they've had a few runs back for John Thompson. They're all starting to find their old form. I think it will get 
Oh, well, obviously, ran really well just getting nabbed by profit last time. Uh, but it'll win a race now, this prep. Um, they all sort of fell off a cliff when they changed chainers for a little bit there. Uh, race number nine is the benchmark 78 over 1,400 metres. Uh, and $3.10 are out. Blondo looks good to me. It uh, just had to chase too far out uh, last time. Before that was very dominant. I think a bit of cut in the ground will help. And uh, happy to put that on top. Uh, yeah, it, last time on the heavy, it uh, it won. That was back at Warwick Farm. But yeah, it'll go all right here. This isn't a strong race, and I think it's I think it is better than seventy eight grade. Uh, you got much to add? Yeah, I think you're right. Wando uh, for me, um, not much to add there. Uh, should be hard to beat, and probably gets a better setup here. For Pro Group Racing, uh, we'll give our best and value. Uh, I'll make Blondo my best of the day in the last. I think it's very hard to beat. And my value for the day will be, uh, where are we here? I'll make it race eight, number one, Tricky Girl. I think it, I think it gets a right uh, set up here to, to run well a bit back in grade. Uh, what about yourself, Beaver? Yeah, I've gone Blondo as my best bet of the day as well um, in the last. And my value bet of the day comes up in race six, number two, order again. Uh, I'll run us through a quick quaddy. Uh, first leg, number two order again, seven Kerwin's Lane and 12 uh, Tories Joy riding the pace. Second leg, ooh, this is a good one. Four Embracer, five Adelong, eight for Tous and 14 Ballistic Lover. Throw uh, throw Wonderbar in at your own leisure, but uh, I'm not... Uh, one tricky girl, two enchanted heart, three grand piano, eight dream circle, and we'll come home with ten blondo, and I'll throw four regal stage in. Uh, had that really nice first up win down in Melbourne last prep, and it's sixteen bucks. But I, I think blondo is a good bet, uh, and that'll wrap up the quaddy there. Do you have anything else around Australia? There's heavy track racing at Sandown, uh, which I haven't had a chance to look at yet, and uh, racing at Morfordville. Have, have you had a look anywhere else? Yeah, I've got a few down in Sandown to watch out for. Race two, number 14, Mr. Mooj. Mm -hmm. it, um, it was good last start, and um, if it's come on since then, it uh, could be really hard to beat. Uh, my other ones came up in race... Uh, where was it? The race seven, number three, Seb Song. Thought it, um, it can come back to the winner's list. And I also thought um, at pretty good value, uh, race eight, number five, Jumbo Ozaki, and race nine, number seven, bless her. That was sort of my four picks down in Zambia. Yeah, bless her should win that. Um, it's funny, I just saw Jumbo Ozaki's name pop up there and thought of you before you said it. So there you go. Um, give it strength. Good luck, Beaver. Good job. Good luck tomorrow, punters. Enjoy the Stradbroke. Enjoy some good racing all around Australia. And we'll catch everyone for progroupracing.com.au. Check out their free tips and extensive guides on Tuesday night for our midweek preview. Catch you then, punters.